courage to embrace the attitude of gratitude. We continue where Bishop was teaching last week. We'll recap and just continue. Our text is Luke chapter 17, reading from verse 11 to verse 18. Now it happened as he, Jesus, went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then he entered a certain village. There met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When, they, when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourself to the priests. So it was as they went, they were cleansed. And, not, and one of them, when he saw he was healed, returned with a loud voice and glorified God. And fell down at his feet, giving thanks, and he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were they not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to them, arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. This parable is teaching us lessons and principles of thanksgiving. That we must always be people who have a sense of gratitude to God for the blessings that God has given to us. Whether these blessings are physical, material, we can touch them, we must be thankful to God. Whether it's a car, it's a house, it's a job. You can see fruits from it. You must thank God. Whether it's peace, you must thank God for. Whether it's healing, you must thank God for it. We need to learn to be thankful. When you are a matured Christian and you are growing in your walk with God, your life is full of gratitude. Our relationship with God is supposed to transform us to be joyful people, happy people, because we've got so much to be thankful for. To be positive people, to look life at the brighter side. To say it could have been worse for me, but God has been gracious to me. And to be grateful for all the people that God has used to be a blessing to us. Gratitude cannot be forced. Gratitude must come from the heart. If it's forced, it's a text. It's a text. Whatever you do out of obligation, it's demanded for you. It's regulated. It must come from your heart that you are thankful to God. Gratitude helps us to live in humility, knowing that our lives have been embraced by the graciousness of God. Ravi Zacharias explained gratitude as follows. He said, gratitude comes from the same word as freedom. With its root word coming from Latin is the word gratis, meaning free. Gratitude is the freeing expression of a free heart toward the one who freely gave. But when we look into our lives, we can see just God's generosity. God has just been endowing gifts, blessings, good things in our lives. We just see them. He has graciously given to us when we were not entitled to it. 
So as, we, as believers, Pastor Lani, every day must be a day where you are thankful. Thankful for who you are and thankful for who God is. Psalms 92, verse 1 and verse 2 reads as follows. It says, it is good to praise the Lord and to make music to your name. Oh, most high, to proclaim your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. The psalmist says, it is good to praise the Lord. When you know the goodness of God, you can't stop but praise God. Oh, Barcelona, God is so good. That you woke up this morning to raise your hand in a house of worship. There's a member of our church. There's a member of our church who's lying somewhere in hospital. Who could not wake up? They wish to be here at church, but they are here with us in spirit. But you are enjoying it. God is good. You must be thankful to God for the home you have. When people have no homes, you must be thankful to God that you have a job, you have a career that is happening. When people are on the queue of unemployment, when they are confused, when they are stressed, and they have no idea, and they don't know what to do. But the Lord has been good to you. So it has to be good to you to say, God, I thank you for who you are. You are a good God. He says to make music to your name. Do you know the name of God? Oh, the Lord is my hiding place. The Lord is our strong tower. We run to him and we feel his safety and his comfort. The Lord is our champion. Whoever touches us, touches God. Oh, we need quark in this life, but God contends with them. Oh, we hide ourselves behind the name of Jesus. The name that is above every name. It is above poverty, it's above sickness, or it's above disease, it's above unemployment. It's about being sidelined, being rejected. It is a name that opens doors for you. When you have doors blocked for you, it is the name that is your hope. When people are hopeless, they are suicidal, they are into drugs in order to take away their problem. Oh, thank God for the Lord who's our shepherd. He takes care of us. We are snug again. He's there. He never leaves us stranded. He comes right on time. The Lord, our helper, he helps us when nobody can help us. The Lord is our strength. Let the weak say, I am strong because I can see the strong hand of the name of the Lord that is there for us. That is why I will sing. That is why I will make music, melody from the bottom of my heart. Because I know the name of the Lord. Do you know the name of the Lord? He says, Oh most high, to proclaim your love. Oh the love of God. Pastor we are born in homes where people by Azamu will stand up by Together with them, we are on the same WhatsApp group. We face survival problems just like us. 
Even when they, they are in their best, they can't love us the way God loves us. But the name of the Most High, He does not only love, He is the source of love. He's love Himself. Love, He embraces us. Who can separate us even when we are sinful at our worst? He bestows His love on us when we are unlovable. He sent the Savior. God so loved us so much that he sent his son to die for our sins. Maybe nobody will die for you in this life, but Christ came and he died for you. But then the love of God must make us to appreciate God. We are where we are because of the love of God. He says, every morning I will proclaim your faithfulness. We make promises to God we don't keep. But he never abandons us because he watches over his word to, 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 to fulfill it. God is too faithful to lie. Too faithful never to fulfill his word. Even when we are not praying, we are still enjoying the blessings of God. Even when we are not reading the Bible, he still protects us. Even Norma was alone, we move away from the truth and we become prodigal son. He never gives up on us. He's always looking that my son, my daughter will come to their senses. When you are entangled in sin, in relationships that are destructive, God still has hope for you. That this one will come. This one will come to his senses. I'm willing to forgive them. I'm giving to give them a second chance. I'm willing to restore them. How can't you praise him? Paul, when he writes to the church in Colossae, in Colossians 2 verse 6, he says, our lives must abound with thanksgiving. Because our lives are abounding with the blessings of God. In Colossians 4 verse 2, he says, we must be devoted to give thanks. As we read our Bible each morning, before we leave our homes, as we set out to pray, we must start with thanksgiving. And say, God, I thank you for another day. I thank you, I'm counted in the land of the living. I'm thankful that Lord I'm preparing myself for a life of productivity I thank you that I'm going into the ministry I'm going into the workplace to represent you to be your ambassador and I know you are there your rod and your staff they guide me your angels have already prepared way for me it's gonna be a prosperous day it's gonna be a good day Philippians 4, 6 says, whatever we do, we must do everything with prayer and with thanksgiving. Prayer and thanksgiving. Everything you do, you've got a reason to thank God for. You see, Basaloni, 
we always fall into the trap of being unthankful to God. Because sometimes once, as William Barclay would say, once a man has got what he wants, he never comes back. Sometimes we must sit down and reflect of what has just happened to us when we are enjoying the blessings of God that we take for granted. Psalms 103 verse 2 reads, Blessed be the Lord, O my soul, forget not all his blessings. Brother, let us not forget the goodness of God, the blessings of God, that we come back and give him praise. But why are we inclined to forget? Why are we inclined to live lives that are ungrateful? J.K. Chesterton observed this when he looked at life. He says when it comes to life, the critical thing is whether you take things for granted or you take them with gratitude. You know, there's things, if you have been saved for some time, that have become so normal that are blessings from God that you take for granted. You think it's common for everybody. You think it's common to be married for 20 years. When the average lifespan of a marriage is a year. 5 years in your marriage don't take it for granted thank God it's 2 years you have gone above the average it is easy to take your husband for granted when he's there as a loving husband as a prayerful husband as a husband who is not on anything else that is chemical who's full of the spirit he may have his own weaknesses but he's there with you he does not cheat He's a good husband. He helps you with the children. And you think it's common. You think it's common. It's easy to take your wife for granted. And think that all women submit. And think that all women cheat, don't cheat. When your wife is faithful to you. When he, she takes care of you, when she loves you, when she respects you, when she follows you, even when you have lost your direction, when she believes in you, even when you don't believe in yourself, it's easy to take it for granted. Go and ask a lot of people out there and ask what is happening to them with their wives. It's easy to take your children for granted when their adversity and their focus they have vision, they have discipline. They worship God. They are disciples of Christ. They are exemplary. It's easy to take it for granted. And you think that is common. Go and ask other parents who today they are preparing lunch to go and besuk in Sun City. Thank God you are not besuki, but you take it for granted. When people are crying against church leaders who are abusive, who are money lovers, who are promoting themselves from the mission of God, it's easy to, 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 to undermine 
and take for granted the shepherds you have who love you with their lives, who teach you the word, who, who don't fiddle with your children, who don't fiddle with girls and boys in the church, but they walk faithfully. They are pure. There are elders who rightly divide the word and you think is common. Go and pick today's newspaper. You will see on the tablets, there's another scandal somebody had by a church leader. And you take it for granted. You take it for granted when you have workers who are faithful, who are dedicated, who have bought into your values, who deliver with low pay, who work extra hours, who go the extra mile. It is easy to think they come like that. Why are we inclined to be ungrateful? Number one, Sometimes we are ungrateful because of affluence. You know, normally you would think that when all these blessings that you have, they will make you a grateful person on earth and the most grateful one. You're so wrong. But often in this affluence, this affluence does not make us, you know, people who are grateful. Sometimes more and more discontented. Ungrateful because often the byproduct of having more is a desire to have much more. You've got a car, all of a sudden, it looks crappy because there's a latest on the block. All of a sudden, you want more. One unknown writer says, learn to appreciate what you have before time makes you to appreciate what you had. It is until you lose something that you value it. Your parents are alive. You don't treat them as you should. You don't respect them. You don't spend time with them. Then when they are gone, who and Amatuna? They were alive, living with you. They were alive. You never took around to see how they are like, how they are living. Appreciate them, love them, and bless them. Who were Nama flowers? Nama Haraf. Saturday. Utlina Ituna. You could not buy grocery. When they are gone, your appreciation level is high. You divorce this one. You don't appreciate. Umatali Twiki. How sonali Twiki? Twiki asa jile chelet. How perform? You, you don't perform. Only man, we can deal it. you don't perform. The one you had started with you when you were a nobody. You built the things together. When you are there, 
You are so ungrateful. It is when you lose them, you see their value. You see their genuineness. Because we are not loved the same way. Some people only love your gift. Until you lose that gift, they don't care about you. They are just using you. They don't care. They don't care who you are. They don't care if you have pain. They love your fame. They don't love you. And we waste time with people who love things about us. Status, fame, talent, opportunities about us. But they don't value us as valuable individuals who feel pain, who feel discouraged, who have challenges. And we spend time with them. And we neglect those who started with us in the gutters. Mazalani, it is very hard to be grateful when we cannot learn to be happy with what we already have. We already want something else. Charles Spurgeon says, it is not how much we have, it is how much we enjoy that makes us happy. Before you dump this one, enjoy them. Love them for who they are. You will see the grass is not always greener. The other side. Utuhela, oh, why are they available? Why? available for when? Ushatile. Hey! Umuntu ashatu ushatile when? Kuna umuntu available. Minangambela gute. No ways. Why? 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 But available. Why? Baba lega unamantu lapa. If amose ane mani anayonke nento. Baba lega. You are going into your own trap, drawn by your blindness, drawn by your lust, drawn by your ungratefulness, when you are supposed to appreciate what God has given to you. Revelations 3, 15, 17 reads, I know the things you do. God knows the things you do in secret. We know the things you do in public. You know things you do in public is for cosmetic purpose. Even people you don't like, you greet. Hello. <laughs> and you lie to them. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> but God knows your thoughts. He knows your thoughts. He knows your thoughts that when you say things, how sincere are you? You can fool us. So look at smile and our way. Kantur tabut. Baromot. 
We're a regular guy. It's about cheap. Unzonsa di piro la ai negeta ma kai 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 bon. It's about who but who. It's a diapar on tots. But God knows your thoughts. You fool us. You can't fool God. He says, he knows your thought that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were one or the other. But since you are lukewarm, you are lukewarm water, like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of your mouth. Out of my mouth. He says, why does God spit this person? Why does he spit him? He says, because you say I'm rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. Here is this person. God gives him blessings and they define themselves not according to who, who they are in Christ. They are defining themselves with their riches. How do we describe? Oh, I'm famous. God gives you the fame. Now it's your identity. You are taking the glory away from God. You are a self-made person. You now define yourself according to your talent. The very gift that God has given you for his assignment. But look at what God says. In your own estimation, you are rich, you have everything you want. But how do you ever come to the conclusion that you have everything you want? How, how can you come to that conclusion? Because there's things riches can't buy. Look at God, what he says in reply. You don't realize. Auboni. You are wretched. You are miserable. You are poor. You are blind. <sighs> Sometimes we give ourselves this estimation because of the blessings that God gives to us. And we forget who's the source to thank him. Paul says, my God shall supply. He starts with God. He starts with God. But the problem is, we start with God, we get the supply, we forget where we got the supply. We run with the supply. We define ourselves according to the supply. And God says, you are wretched. At your haula man. Oskepsel. Kanakweu. Kwenakwen. He says, You are miserable. There's things that material things, emotionally and spiritually, cannot give you. You can be dressed nice and not feel nice. You can be a boutique on two legs. 
But inside this boutique, there's hollowness. There's insecurity. Almost And there's nothing wrong with style. And he says you are poor. How can you be poor when you are rich? Sometimes God defines prosperity not according to material things only. Beloved, I wish that you may be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. Your soul must be reached towards God. Your soul must be reached towards other people. It's about relationships that are healthy, that are good, that are just. Imagine that is a top-down approach. We are that we want. Nobody loves you. You don't even love them back. And then you call it success. He says you are blind and you are naked. These things can blind us. Not to see who God is as our source. Not to see people who have been in God's pathway in our journey to be a blessing to us. He says you are naked. Spiritually, you are naked. You have lost God's covering. Anamona says, ungrateful people forget what they are not grateful for. You are grateful to God for your healing. Don't forget. You are grateful to God for your soberness. You are grateful to God for your wisdom. You are grateful to God for your talent. We are grateful to God for the education you have. That he opened doors for you. That there is a university in South Africa that when there were lots of application in the pile, you came through. Yeah. Number two. Why are we ungrateful? We are ungrateful because of pride. When we are prideful because we think we have and all things we have received. We tell ourselves, I have worked hard to get the job. I have raised my kids to be good people. I have studied for those grades. I have earned my award. There's a bumper sticker that reads, I couldn't have done it without me. That's how people credit their success, if they are full of... And some of them are not team players. There's nobody who's self-made. There's somebody who helped your mother to give birth at the hospital. It took a team for you to be born. It took a team. It took your whole family to take care of you. Omatinas. Before you preschool, don't forget where you come from. 
I couldn't have done it without me. You couldn't have done it without that teacher at preschool. You couldn't have done it without your parents. You couldn't have done it without your sisters, your brothers. You couldn't have done it without the health system. You couldn't have done it without the church where you were prayed for, when you were dedicated to the Lord. One unknown writer says, thank the people who walked into your life and made it better. The conversations you had, the boredom they took, the empowerment they gave, the prayers they offered, the company they gave, just to be there with you, to make you feel significant. The appreciation, the words they said, when you are discouraged, when you are down and out, their prayers, they prayed in secret. When they call on the name of the Lord and say, Lord, our friend, he's struggling. Please pull through for him. Extend the same attitude to the ones who walked out and made it amazing. Sometimes we part with people. We are real. But sometimes you must thank God. It's to help you to grow. Oh. <laughs> Some people, they walk out of your life. It's to help you to be independent. You must thank God. You must thank God for the, for, for the first lady you proposed and they said no. Because they've helped you to respect women. You learned to, it's not because you are handsome. You are a reject. I'm a hunk. Two years, Udilali ego. Do they know who they've rejected? They know. You must learn humility. As soon as your sister, as poshong, ati titivate, ati pedicure, manicure, ati lose weight, get slimmer. It's only hank etandasayo. Who's not moved by physique? Who's moved by inner beauty? Logo chagatu, logo chagatu la. Current. Uyo hamba, uyo lena. How to fast for a husband? Keep it in kanile. Kabanga guti. It's a beautiful perfume. Keep in kan. Zahamo yokulega. You will have prayer partners. You will tell them your secrets. So that when you are in marriage, you don't take the blessings of God for granted. You think you are in demand. Chapter 8, verse 12 and 15. It says, 
For when you have become full, and prosperous, and have built fine homes to live in, when your flocks and your heads have become very large, when your silver and your gold have multiplied, be careful. You see, the Bible says when. You know, sometimes you may not be where you are supposed to be. It does not mean it's not going to happen. That's why the Bible says when. It's just a matter of when. Others have arrived. Others is when. There's people who are living in houses we are dreaming about. There's people who are on holidays we, we are praying about. There's people who have partners we have been praying for. <laughs> There's people who are working where we want to work. There's people who are having money we want to have. It's just a matter of when. So when it happens, when? It says when you are full, household holds, upipitates, how great. Don't forget. Where does this meat come from? God who gave you the money to go to the butchery is the one who provided for you. The Bible says, when you have built fine homes, accommodation. There's people who have fine homes. <laughs> Design your fester. The way the fester is, if they can cast it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Go back and go fester by carter. Get it fester as moyona. Go fella. One window. Oh, Roland. I want to bathroom. You're just looking at the, the front entrance. Just the window. It's a message. The window. So when you stay there, don't forget. And no, and don't be discouraged. It's a matter of when. You are on your way there. It's a matter of when. Oh. Then it continues to say, when your flocks when your silver and gold has multiplied. Each all of us are wishing to have that healthy bank balance. 
I sometimes watch people at the ATM and I get different messages. <laughs> Those with a bank balance by a beggar, by a check. Ah, I couldn't see Mama Tota. Should be. Those with a healthy balance, my printer. Healthy. We all wish to have a healthy bank balance. Listen to what the Bible says. Don't become, verse 14, don't become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in Egypt. There was a time you were in debts. God help you. There was a time you were back room. God pulled through for you. There was a time you were single, miserable. God gave you a family. Don't forget. The Bible says in Proverbs 10 verse 4, In his pride, the wicked does not seek God. In all his thoughts, there's no room for God. Oh, pride is dangerous, Pastor If in the pockets of your life are you need to see God in your money. You need to set God in your home, God in your job, God in your career. God where you serve. It's a privilege to serve God. Thomas Merton said, to be grateful is to recognize the love of God in everything he has given us. He has given us everything. Every breath we draw, it is a gift of his love. Every moment of existence is a grace. For it brings with it immense graces from him. We have been given a warning. Paul, when he writes to Timothy, he tells him what will happen in the last days, our time. 2 Timothy 3, verse 2 and 3 reads, people will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Boastful. Proud. Abusive. Disobedient to their parents. Ungrateful unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, and not lovers of good. When you are ungrateful, Basalwan, because of pride, you are only preoccupied with yourself than to love others. You love money than to love God. Money becomes your God. You become boastful. You have things and all of a sudden, you are shining. 
You become proud. You think you are better than other people. You become abusive. You are not calculated in your relationships. You take people just like that. But even when you have authority, learn to respect people. <laughs> respect a follower. <laughs> respect a follower. Never take followers for granted. There's leaders who have no constituents. Does not matter how they market, their political parties are not growing. There's churches that don't have, that are not a mega church. It does not matter how many church growth programs they have. So as a leader, wherever you are leading, take care of the people. Number three, why are people ungrateful? Because they hang around with ungrateful people. Some of us, we live with people who are ungrateful, negative people. No wonder we are so grumpy and sour. When we see other people, since Masebenza, Abasas bullies. Maybe Mohanabatu born. Can we be that petty? blood pressure, the BP, the hot flash. hello. How about you? Realibala, man. Life is too stressful sometimes. I'm telling you. There's people who are just angry with you for life. You never invited them on your wedding. How budget is one say manage you? How announcingly venue? Root of fellow about Spaniban and Spaniban, Babana by Emma Maruena, you know them. You know them. And maybe you thought, Tori, you, you, you know, sometimes we take ourselves serious and we don't know. Oh, no, so he bought a first table. And how about we invite? And sometimes the issue is on the budget must be managed. They don't hate you. They love you. They thank God for you. But the budget. But even if you can be so generous, there will be people, Basalwani, who don't change the priority. Abanye utino lo lo ase inkonzweni nzom sacrifice for lo malu mewes for. Hey, are you there? Was Now I must go back to Laguti. Ubaba kasbani bani wazala nomzala bapuma le nomzala gamzala. I will be on the good time. Marle, aye, 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 aye. You're far So you sacrifice members of the cell group. 
and that person is offended. And they speak negative when they see you. Even on your good day, there's grumpy people. Just for an invitation. Amen. First Corinthians 15.33, bad company corrupts good character. Anytime you spend time with critical people, ungrateful people, negative people, nosy people, you will be nosy, you will be critical, just like them. And you see, Vazalani, being grumpy, being ungrateful, complaining, it's like, it's like a drug. If you don't deal with it, you will be addicted. Proverbs 13.20 says, Walk with the wise, become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Oh, the message here is even hectic. Become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. One unknown writer says, separate yourself from blessing blockers. They purposefully distract you with sin, drama, fear, because they can't stand to see you being happy. Number four. Why are people ungrateful? Because of circumstances. It is hard to rejoice for some people and be thankful when the bills are piling up and you are just about to be retrenched. Why me, Lord? Why me? Often the reason behind our ingratitude sometimes is bad circumstances because sometimes we conclude you deserve better. If why Be practical. Be practical. Be practical. Kunezinyezinto Abo mama banini baba. So mauno baba ushatile mnakekele lo muntu lapha. Kunabo mama abanye abayi 7 bamlele ukuthi abe free. Maybe we must pray to God for mass production of men. One unknown writer says, never let the bad situation bring the worst in you. Choose to stay positive. Be strong. Be the strong person that God created you to be. Imagine Bazalon. 
the children of Israel cried to God to free them from Egypt. When it was looking as if it's a challenge to cross the Red Sea, and we read in Exodus 14, verse 10 to 11, the Israelites looked up, and there they were, the Egyptians marching after them. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to die in this desert? Israel's first reaction in tough circumstances was to grumble. Yet they are the ones who prayed. Here you are, you are married, you have no kids, you cry, you come, the gifts of the Holy Spirit happens, bishop and my bishop pray for you, you get twins, when the twins are there, parenting is demanding, but when you Wabaland a shelf in your Was Otela Masokagil Ufuni Freedom Yaku. You see, children come with a package called responsibility 24 7 job. You are a doctor, you are a lawyer, you are a banker, you are a pastor, you are a prophet. You are everything. You are a social worker. You are a psychologist. You are a mind reader. You are the police. You are the traffic police. Maybe today you are going through hard times. Situations are tough. Really tough. Don't forget to be thankful. One unknown writer says, everything happens for a reason. Nothing occurs by chance. It's all of part of God's divine plan. Learn to trust the plan of God. Go where it leads you. Even when it's tough. Romans 8.28 It says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good. Work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. God is in control. He knows what he's doing. He never makes mistakes. He's in charge. Nothing takes him by surprise. He's the Lord of the truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the all-powerful God. No situation that can get out of his control. He's omniscient. He knows everything. There is nothing too scientific, too complicated, too hard for God not to handle. Father, we thank you for your word. We honor you. We love you. We magnify your holy name. For you are awesome as God. We love you, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus, not to be complainers, but to be thankful. Not to be grumpy people, but to be people who are full of thanksgiving. That, Lord, we can give it to you in appreciation of knowing that, Lord, it could have been worse. Help us to appreciate your goodness. 
Help us to appreciate your favor. Help us to appreciate your love. Help us to appreciate your protection. Help us to appreciate your provision. Help us to appreciate your revelation that gives us wisdom. Help us to appreciate important relationships in our lives. Our good friends who have been with us, oh God, who have been praying for us, our family, our husbands, our wife, our children, oh God, members of the church in the cell group, all those we are serving with, oh God, colleagues at work who have mentored us, who have been there, who have been supporting us, who have given us a good reference, oh God, to land on a good job, who spotted our talent, we thank you. We thank you for this ministry that has given us a home, a place of worship, a place of fellowship, a place of giving, a place of refreshing, a place of empowerment, a place of acceptance, a place of renewal, a place, oh God, where we are filled with your spirit to overflow. We are thankful, oh God. We are thankful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We don't want to forget your benefits, oh God. We have benefited from the salvation that you have given to us. We live without guilt. We live without condemnation. Oh, Father God, we are forgiven. We have received mercy. When we were miserable, hopeless sinners, you take our sin, oh God, and gave us your righteousness. When we were unholy, you cleansed us. You gave us your purity. When we didn't believe us, believe in ourselves, oh, you affirmed us. You said we are valuable. We are precious. We are the apple of your eye. We are called your children. We are the saints who are seated with Christ in heavenly places. When we were treated like nobodies, you gave us authority. You gave us power to have dominion, to occupy our gate. We want to thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. When there is confusion here on earth, you gave us a sober mind. We couldn't have done it without you. You have been too good. You have been awesome. You have been amazing. You have been patient with us. When we were stubborn, oh God, you nudged us. You sovereigned us. You worked with us to reach that place where we are humble in your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, our comforter, our standby. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for inspiring us. Thank you, Father, for loving us unconditionally. You have been there for us. Oh, oh God, you have been there, our Father, Abba, Father, our Daddy. You took us in our mess. You cleansed us. You gave us hope. Oh, you gave us courage when we had fear. We want to thank you. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. You are an awesome Daddy. Oh, you are the Father of the fatherless. You have been there for us, oh God. We give you praise. We give you worship. We give you worship, oh God. Oh, we worship you. We give you praise. We give you praise. The rocks will not shout in our place. The birds will not sing in our place. The wind will not worship in our place. Father, we will shout with our voice. 
We will lift our hands by ourselves in the land of the living. You are an amazing God. You gave us amazing grace. You are a miracle working God. You open the way where there is no way. We thank you for your miracles. We thank you for your opportunities. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for the faith that you gave to us, oh God. We thank you for the wisdom that you gave to us. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Spirit of the living God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For we have a Father who cares, a Father who loves, a Father who restores. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Papa. We thank you, Papa. We thank you, Papa. We are not orphans as long as we have you. We thank you, Daddy. We thank you, Daddy. We thank you, Daddy. We thank you for who you are. Oh, we love you. We love you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Satataria Sarababa Norabogoya Satataria Bacara 